Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 236. This episode is brought to you by the Tuttle Twins. Children ought to be taught the time-tested principles of a free society to boost their ability to succeed in life. We love the Tuttle Twins books around here. In fact, they are pulled off our bookshelf on a regular basis to reread them because they're so awesome. And did you know they have more than just books for your 5 to 11-year-olds? They have books for teens. They even have board books for toddlers, although I never needed to use them. I never had toddlers when those books were coming out, but the teen books are really awesome too. In fact, I just ordered two new books, one for my fifth grader and one for my high schooler because they keep coming out with awesome resources that I want to put on my homeschool shelf. So if you want to check out the Tuttle Twins, I know you're going to love them. Use our referral code at 41more.com forward slash Tuttle Twins, and you'll be amazed at the dinner conversations that you're going to start to have with your kids about things like civics and government and economics. It's going to kind of blow your mind. So it's a lot of fun. Check them out at 41more.com forward slash Tuttle Twins. Welcome to episode 236. Today I'm titling this, Why I Ditched the Box Curriculum. I couldn't come up with a really good title. I couldn't really figure out what I was trying to call this this episode, but I'll tell you the purpose behind it. So boxed curriculum, I kind of think of as traditional workbook and textbook or videos, like trying to be school at home and why I ditched that. And here's my inspiration behind this episode. So many of you probably follow Jamie Erickson. She's the unlikely homeschool with Jamie Erickson on Facebook. And if you go back all the way back in the archives to episode 21 of the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, we talked to Jamie about her new book at the time, Homeschool Bravely. But Jamie is a great um, person to follow there on Facebook for for really helpful homeschool inspiration. And she occasionally publishes what she calls homeschool mom pro tip. And when I saw this specific pro tip, I thought this is a good one. Now I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to follow it exactly, but here is the gist of it. I'll kind of read you what she posted. She said, when vetting potential curriculum, don't just listen to the moms who use and love the program, ask around to find someone who used and ditched the program. Ask them both for their because. Why do they love or loathe it? Then set their because next to your particular homeschool. Perhaps the very reason that one mom loves it will be exactly why it will not work in your home. Or maybe the reason that another mom quit using it is exactly the reason you might love it. So this pro tip almost needs, like on a personal basis, if I was talking to someone 
in person, I might actually say the name of the curriculum that I'm talking about. And there are a couple different ones of them, but I don't want to make this episode like a trash a trashing episode on certain curriculum companies or providers, because like she said, just because we hated something doesn't mean that you're going to hate it. It might actually be perfect for you. But I thought I would talk more generalized of why I ditched the boxed curriculum. And you might know some of this curriculum. It's like made for a traditional classroom, but now homeschoolers are using it. Um, There are tons of homeschool companies, thankfully now that understand that homeschool moms don't need a clunky teacher's manual. They don't, they need open and go. They need stuff that's really usable because we're changing gears all the time. We have more than one kid. We might have more than two, three, four kids. Like we have to change gears and be able to homeschool effectively and nimbly use our time. So that's the kind of, of curriculum I'm talking about, why I ditched the real rigid boxed traditional curriculum. Now, again, that might be what makes your homeschool tick. You might love it. So don't, don't count this as a bashing episode, but some of you are feeling stifled. Your kids are bored. Your kids are, you're all stressed out because your curriculum is so clunky. It's hard to use. It's made for a classroom teacher teaching 20 kids the same thing. It's not made for you to be able to navigate a bunch of kids at different levels. So that's what I wanted to talk about today. I want to talk about why I ditched that really uh, rigid, boxed, traditional curriculum. And if this applies to you, take the actionable strategies, take these ideas, and maybe make some changes in your homeschool. Once again, if you love that really super structured school at home stuff, don't let me sway you. Keep doing what's working. That's the bottom line. All right. So here's why I ditched. Here's why I personally ditched that school at home boxed curriculum. Okay. I have 10 reasons why. Number one, I ditched that curriculum because I didn't need a teacher's book with multiple ways to teach a classroom full of kids. The curriculum I'm talking about is made for a traditional setting of a school, maybe a Christian school, and it, the teacher's manual is filled with you know bulletin board ideas and all these different activities you can do to teach the lesson to your classroom full of 20 kids and all this stuff. I don't need that. I can't handle that. It's too much. And so... That's the thing. Like if you have to have this teacher's manual to navigate the curriculum, it's it's not a good fit for most homeschool families and most homeschool parents. It's too complicated. And that's reason number 1. I don't think I need to keep going into it, but I think you've probably seen that, right? You when you were in school, your teacher probably had a clunky teacher's manual too. But when you're teaching that one class to 20 kids and then you're teaching it multiple times in a day, Um, you know, like a middle school teacher, for example. So I taught seventh and eighth grade American history, geography. I mean, I, you know, sure the teacher's manual could be helpful and it gave me extra ideas and things, but I don't need that as a homeschool mom. That's just ridiculous. It's too much. So that's reason number one. Number two, I ditched the box curriculum because I didn't want to have to consult the lesson plans each day to know what to do. If we can't just open up and do the next lesson, if my child can't independently do the next lesson, which, I mean, from the time they're learning to read, my kids, I'm really trying to get them to be independent. Clearly, kindergarten takes a lot of mom intensive time because you're not reading yet. First grade, similar. Second grade, 
okay, I'm still helping a lot, but I'm trying to get them independent on some stuff. Third grade, fourth, I mean, the older they get, they need to be more independent. And if I have to consult lesson plans to be able to tell them what they need to do every day, that's ridiculous. I can't do that, especially when I had five kids homeschooling at different levels. So they need to be able to open it and know what to do. They shouldn't have to come to me and find out from me every single day what to do. And if you're saying, well, just write it down in lesson planner and you know, give them a copy, that's too much work too. I never sit down in lesson plan. I don't write down in the summer what we're going to be studying, what math page are we going to be on on December 5th this year. Nope, too much work. So if I have to do stuff like that, I ditch the curriculum. I don't even consider it. Number three, I ditched the boxed curriculum because I didn't want to have to juggle multiple resources just to complete one subject. Some of these box curriculums, you know what I'm talking about. They come with the teacher's manual, the answer guide, the test book, the student textbook, the student workbook, the videos, the manipulatives, like there's so many things. And that's just for one kid in one subject. What do you do if you have multiple kids? And what if you're trying to do multiple subjects? I have talked to moms before who were trying to use this kind of box curriculum and they were stressed out. And when I told them how to simplify and choose better curriculum that fits a homeschool family's needs, they then made the switches using my recommendations and they let me know, oh my goodness, this is so much better. See, you don't know what you don't know. Some of you are still using this big, complicated, clunky material because you don't know there's a better way but there is, and you can totally simplify. So that's something else to consider. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's reason number four that I ditched the boxed curriculum. It's usually too narrowly focused on one grade level, and it's harder to use with multiple ages. Other than math and, you know, like uh, phonics slash grammar or whatever, you know, like your language arts, other than that, your kids don't have to have a grade level specific history, grade level specific science. I mean, you can teach multiple ages. And sometimes when you use that grade level specific curriculum out of you know the big box publishers, it's hard to use with multiple ages. It doesn't mean it's impossible. You can do it, especially if you toss out like the workbooks and the worksheets and maybe use notebooking pages along with the main text. You might be able to swing it, you know, use more narration. But it's just it's just usually clunky and there's usually a better better resource out there. So that's what I found. Number five, the box curriculum, the reason, one of the reasons I've ditched it, it's because it's usually busy work focused. If you've ever noticed what some of these publishers, the reason why it's so expensive is there are so many consumables and worksheets, things your kids are going to write on. And then the next kid that uses it, you're going to have to repurchase all that stuff. And that's why it's so expensive. There's just so much busy work that goes with it. And once again, in so much of the elementary years, you can keep 
a curiosity and a love of learning going when you don't get bogged down with busy work. This is where our friends at Notebooking Pages are really helpful. You can get 3,000 free pages at 41more.com forward slash notebooking. She'll also give you a quick start guide so you know how to use them. But this is how you can use multiple ages on one resource and your kids are creating their own diagrams and writing what they found to be important from the history lesson, making a timeline, you know, doing a diagram of a flower that you studied in science. And it's much more engaging than these really boring worksheets that a lot of publishers use. And so, you know, I, I, I wanted to get away from the busy work and not have to deal with a million worksheets. So that's another reason. Number six, I ditched the box curriculum because it's not open and go. I don't think I've ever found a traditional structured, uh, traditional classroom kind of curriculum. I've never, I don't, I've never seen it be open and go. I've never seen it be useful for the way a homeschool family homeschools. If you love your kids to sit down and do school at home and watch their video of their teacher, and then they have to do the worksheets and then, but I see a lot of people in Facebook groups kind of like very much struggling and saying, you know, it's taking my third grader until six at night to finish school. And she's crying. And <laughs> I don't usually comment because I don't want to bash the, um, the curriculum company, but it's because you're doing something that's made for a traditional classroom where they're sitting there from eight to three, and then they might've homework too. And that's not how most of us want to homeschool. We want it to be open and go easy to use. Do my kids know what to do that day? I mean, at the younger years, there's no ne- there's no need to have an hour history lesson unless they're loving it and you want to keep going. There's no need to drag stuff out. Short lessons are better at the younger years. And my older kids, they need to be able to, you know, be able to work on it independently. I shouldn't have to go figure it out with them what they need to do every day. So much of the box curriculum that's very traditionalist and very structured, it's not open and go. It's not user-friendly, I would say, for a homeschool parent. Number seven, another reason I ditched the box curriculum is it can be really expensive. If you have one kid, it could even be up to like $800 for some of these courses, like for their whole, you know, fifth grade in a box or whatever. Um, and then if you have multiple kids, I, I just have never spent that kind of money on homeschooling. And I'm going to guess a lot of you are probably like me, a one-income family, and you don't want to be spending a ton of money. So that's another reason to reconsider using the box curriculum. Why I ditched the box curriculum, number eight. We didn't want to do school at home. A lot of the box curriculum, it is like you're watching a class or you're doing this really formal lesson. You're doing all these workbook pages, busy work. You have homework pages. It just felt way too um, strict. I don't know what the right word is, but it just felt like school at home. And that's one of the things that we did to simplify our homeschooling was not to feel like we had to replicate school at home. Now, once again, if you do want to do school at home and you love it, your kids love it and it's working for you, then just please ignore it. This doesn't apply to you, but I'm going to say a majority of us, maybe even a super majority of us don't want to do school at home and it doesn't work well. So that's another reason why I ditched the box curriculum. Number nine, the full classroom videos, like some of these curriculums have, and it's actually much more schooly than others. So like, for example, 
I guess I can get specific here with something that we like. So for example, uh, Compass Classroom puts out visual Latin. My high schoolers taking that, but those classes are not like you're sitting in a classroom and you have an hour lecture and then you do your workbook pages and then it's not like that. Same thing with like, say a CTC math, they were short lessons, video lessons, maybe only five minutes to just teach one skill. And then you practice that skill. So that didn't feel like school at home. That was more like learn as you go, little lesson, keep moving along. But when you have like, okay, we have to watch an hour history lesson, then do the work, then do an hour. We have to watch a video lesson for science for an hour. And then when you have to do all that, a lot of families that find themselves in that situation, school is taking way too long, especially for their elementary kids. Now, this doesn't necessarily apply when you have high schoolers and they're taking way more than an hour a day per subject. That's pretty normal. But we're talking about K through eight. I already mentioned this mom in my mind that I had talked to about, you know, she was really struggling with this style of of curriculum, the big box publishers where the kids had to do so much per day. Every kid's doing an hour history. Every kid's doing their own separate hour science and their own separate hour math. And it just takes so long. And I showed her and I explained like, okay, if you actually use an eclectic style where you don't feel like you have to buy everything from one publisher. You do a little from this publisher and then this subject over here, you pick open and go curriculum. It's going to simplify things, especially because she had like four kids she was trying to navigate. And she said, yes, homeschooling is so much better without this really uh, structured, strict, traditional boxed curriculum that she had been using. And finally, number 10. The reason why I ditched the box curriculum is because I know that homeschooling is different from going to school in a public school, at a Christian school, or any other traditional school setting. Homeschooling is different. While you may have the same worldview of you know the local Christian school, the methodologies are light years apart. And I know this as a former classroom teacher, I taught public school, middle school before I ever had kids. So before I ever homeschooled, you know, just as a newlywed out of college, fresh out of college with my teaching degree, I taught school before I had kids. And all I know is if I ever set foot in a traditional classroom again, which I'm not so sure I ever want to do, but if I ever did, my teaching would be way different not because I have a teaching degree, but because I've been a homeschool mom. You guys know the most effective strategies for teaching. Now, what do they teach in college? I mean, they're teaching you how to crowd control a class of 20 to 30 kids. They're teaching you how to teach this big group. They're teaching you how to write a test so you know if your students really understood what you taught. You don't need any of that when you're teaching your own kids. You guys are so much more effective. And so you don't need the same kind of curriculum that is made for that factory school model. I guess that's what it all comes back to. It's what kind of education model are you using? You need to find curriculum that fits that model. And because homeschooling is light years apart from that factory, traditional, um, every kid fits into the same peg, you need to find curriculum that's going to be a good fit. Now, what's the bottom line? I think the bottom line here is that not every curriculum will make a smooth transition into homeschooling. So just because it's a curriculum, just because it's a Christian curriculum and you're like, I, I'm a Christian and I want to use something with my worldview. 
I have to say that it might not be the best. You have to find something that's homeschool friendly. You need to find curriculum that is written by people who know what a homeschool mom needs and know how homeschooling works and knows that we're not just going to do school at home. It's not the same. And that's my opinion. It might be slightly controversial, but... I hope it helps some of you who are stuck in a rut, who feel like you have to keep using the expensive box curriculum. You have to keep doing school at home. If it's not working for you, you don't have to keep doing it. So those are 10 reasons why I ditched the box curriculum. And maybe you want to consider doing it too. If you need a way to simplify your homeschool, get more confidence, peace, and effective learning and grow that love of learning in your kids. Don't miss the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 236. Thanks for joining us today. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.